Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey guys, and welcome to the Happy Hour Jamie Ivy Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and this is the Happy Half Hour, which is basically just what it says. It's a half an hour, guys. Uh, on this show, I bring back a guest that's already been here and ask a little bit more pointed questions at them because I bring them back because you love them so much. And Bianca is here today. Hey, girl. Hi, guys. Hi. It's good to be back, Jamie. It's always good to be with you. You were guest number 103 back last august so it hasn't even been a year since you've been on but i loved it so much well, that you had you to have come a back. little bit you always want some more i That's like to so say i'm like chocolate molten cake come on you always you can't want more. stop no you think no. for a second i just want one bite <laughs> and then nope we need more you come back for more <laughs> that's right that's right um okay let me just tell our listeners this real quick before we jump in because this episode is the end of may this is actually the last happy half hour. Um, we're not doing it in the summer. Um, today's also one of my kids' birthday. Happy birthday to my son, Amos. Um, he's turning 12 today. 12. How old are um, your, do you call them stepchildren? I didn't want to be. Well, how about this? When I like them, they're totally my kids. <laughs> when I don't, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. How no, old are I your usually, kids? Um, 11 and 13. Parker, who is the boy and a microcosm of his father's 13. And uh-huh. Ryan, who's not my biological daughter, but God has a funny sense of humor. She's 11 years old, going on 35. It's like I birthed this child. It's like this girl is my twin and she's needy and demanding and sweet and <laughs> emotional and unstable. And she's just like me. You is know, she like a, a mini chocolate molten cake. Is that what she what? is? Like a mini yes. one? Yes. Lighter shade. It. Lighter shade of brown, but still I love there. it. I love it. Um, okay. So today's my son's birthday. Also, let me tell you guys about this because I talk about prep dish a lot on here um, because they just are so gracious and sponsor shows for the happy hour. But y'all, the summer is here. In fact, my kids get out of school next week. And I don't know about you, Bianca, what the summer's like, but here's one of my many stressors of the summer is that I have four children and they all want to eat three meals a day. No lie. Fortunately. Wow. <laughs> Every day they wake up and they need breakfast and they need lunch and they need dinner. And my husband has spoiled our children so much that if I said to them, hey, we're all making sandwiches today for lunch, they'd be like, what? We're not cooking lunch? They're so weird. But anyhow, Prep Dish is going to help you guys up. They're going to do a 21-day meal prep challenge. So if you've been wanting to try Prep Dish, now is your chance because they have found what we already know to be true, that one of the biggest obstacles with meal prep is simply getting started. So they have this challenge. It's fun. It's going to motivate you and encourage you. When the challenge starts, which it starts on June 3rd, you're going to get an easy-to-follow guide for prepping all of your meals. Guys, they're going to tell you how to prep breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 21 days. Thank you, Jesus, from up above. Plus snacks. They're going to throw in some goodies. Uh, it's a great way to find out, do I want to do prep dish? And it's a great jump start into summer. So go to prepdish.com slash happyhour21. That's prepdish.com slash happyhour21. It starts June 3rd. Okay, Bianca, what's new since I talked to you last August? 
Um, you know what? So much has changed. So many things are crazy. It is all good. And I'm incredibly great. I'm grateful. And I'm, I'm, you know, gracious to those who listened online and are tuning back in again. It's, I feel like we're friends. Many of them have hollered on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. And I just feel like if you're a friend of Jamie Ivy's, you're a friend of mine. So there you go. Yeah. So I would say in the last six months, I've transitioned out of my job. Um, and I'm in a new season of life, which feels exciting and also scary. And, um, this is literally like, we could talk about like uh, great faith is needed or is we got to walk on water or we have to part the red sea, but then actually you're like face to face with it. And you're like, Oh Mm -hmm. Jesus, show up Lord, show up in this fire or I might need a weave. And he's good. (laughs) He's really good. And he, he's been really, he's been totally with us the entire time. I'm just really excited to focus, um, in a new direction. I feel like the last six years, serving um, under Nick and Christine Kane at A21 and Propel Women was such a blast. We had such a great time. Um, at the, and then I also feel like it's just a transition to doing something that I know the Lord's been putting on my heart. So I'm excited. Okay. What is it? Or can you talk about it? Yeah, totally. Totally. And you know, this is the first time I'm publicly talking about it um, with like the over vision, the overall vision. So I'm really excited, Jamie. Thank you for this opportunity. Yay. Yeah. So um, a couple things. I grew up and I shared a little bit about a little bit of this on the show, um, but I never really felt, I kind of felt like an outsider growing up, um, never really feeling like I fit in or found my place or any of that stuff. And that kind of dovetailed into my 20s. I never really felt like I had a seat at the proverbial table. Mm-hmm. Then I decided, you know what? Why not be the person that I wish I would have had? And so we are launching into an amazing season with an internship program. And we're calling it an internship program, but it's actually turning more into a mentor mentoring program where we had applicants from across the United States and even a couple from Canada apply to spend the summer with us. And so we're going to be pouring into their lives and um, talking to them and helping them develop a sense of purpose and identity, um, but then also like a back end side of ministry. And so we're going to take them down to Mexico to meet with a great church down there, take them up north in California and go see a, a women's event, do leadership development with them. And then we are also launching a prison initiative where we want to get um, books specifically play with fire. Cause they, a lot of inmates don't know that they want Jesus. Mm-hmm. So this is our covert way. They're asking for narratives. They really want narratives. And so why not give them a Christian narrative of transformation and redemption through Jesus Christ in the form of a story. So we want to put play with fire in the hands of any prisoner that wants it in the state of California and Texas, Lord willing across the nation. And, um, we're super, super excited about that. Those are like the two big things that we're focusing on now. Like, can I come be an intern of yours? Yes, Jamie. Yes. <laughs> and bring your whole family. Aaron kids because they're adorable. And, and Aaron can cook for me the way he cooks for you. Yes. It's, yes. All, it's all working out. Yes. Oh, that would be so <laughs> fabulous. Um, okay. That sounds amazing. And I have been following your journey and watching you do videos about prison ministry. And you know, it's dear to my heart because I go to our local jail here every Tuesday. Yes. And I'm just... I cannot wait to see what God does through your words and your ministry to those ladies. Now, how come you said California and Texas? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I don't know what it is, but people in Texas love me. Maybe it's my big hair. Maybe Uh, it's- We do love you. Maybe it's because Tex-Mex food and so Uh I'm like (laughs) the best of both, a Mexican in Texas. I don't know. But um, you know what? God's just been opening up some crazy doors. So we got to connect with, I mean, randomly, I was speaking at a church in Amarillo and, and then the guy that was our host happened to be the chaplain 
for every prison in Texas. Uh-uh. Amazing. No lie. Right? No lie. So random. Um, so, so sovereign, like just so God, you know, um, where all of a sudden we start talking and he's like, wait, you do this. And I said, wait, you do that. And we connected and he's just like, you know, what? I'm going to connect you with, um, the chaplain that oversees the women's prisons here in Texas. And then, you know, uh, I guess there was, um, a chaplain from, uh, a prison in Lubbock that happened to watch if gathering. And he uh. apparently people in prison think I'm awesome. I resonate <laughs> with it. It's that, it's that bougetto side of me, Jamie. It's I like know. In ghetto, you know? Yep. And he was just like, hey, do you think that you'd be able to come down? And I'm speaking at a church in Texas and another God week, the person who's organizing the conference for the church in Texas also volunteers at the same prison that the chaplain invited me from. That so we so are going to double dip. I'm going to go preach to women, a message of freedom who are in church and need freedom from religion. Amen, and then I'm going right? to go into prison and speak to pre- people that need a spiritual sense of freedom as well. So, so are fun. you going to be close to Austin at all? It, uh, I don't know, Jamie, can you make okay. that happen? Well, I want to, and I'll go with you. Cause I think I can maybe get my clearance. Cause I already go to the jail because oh. I go into a jail, which is, I learned through, you know, doing this is way different than prison. Um, my late, my girls, most of them are either going to spend their time in jail and go home, be released, or they're going to go on to state or oh, you know, yes, yes, yeah, yes. other kind of options. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I love it. Well, I'm stalking you. If I'm in the Austin area, girl, you better believe you better clear that calendar. It's happy done. hour. What? No, it's happy done. hour prison. That's what <laughs> That's we're going right. to do. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So Bianca, ask me what's new since we last talked. What is new since we last talked? Well, can I just tell you that I now am addicted and can't stop getting my lashes done. <laughs> You're welcome. You are so welcome, homegirl. Thank you. It's I mean, I, I know that you like do your own and I just don't have like the ability to do that. But <laughs> the other day, Aaron was looking at something. He's like, what is this charge? I was like, it's my lashes. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. so how are you going to keep doing that? I was like, yes. <laughs> okay. So Jamie, here's another tip for you. I'm just going to say you're welcome in advance. So when my husband, I, I don't, I don't have the, the, the budget for lashes because I use that budget differently. I have gel like shellac nails uh-huh. and my husband is like, Bianca, why are you getting your nails done every month? And I said, babe, I have this sweet, amazing Vietnamese girl that is with me for almost, almost two hours doing my nails every month. That's evangelism, babe. I'm evangelizing <laughs> to her. So you tell Aaron, this is evangelism. As they're putting on your lashes, yes. you ask the Holy Spirit to anoint you and your lashes and start witnessing to people. Hey, and so- I will tell you, I have shared Jesus with my lash lady. So oh, hello. There you go. You're already <laughs> doing it. Mission field right here. <laughs> Um, okay. So we will get together when you come to Austin. And I, I literally, I I cannot say this enough, how excited I am to see what God does through you in the prison. Um, it's a special place in my heart, um, in the past year and a half. And so I am cheering you on wildly from Austin. So thank you so much. Okay. So for this show, it's super different. We just blaze through a couple of questions. And so I'm just going to throw them at you. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. All right. What is something that you have read or watched or heard lately that you cannot stop recommending to other people? This is going to be a dovetail off of the last question, but I watched a documentary on Netflix called 13 and it was about the prison system Mm -hmm. and so wrecked me. That's actually what started kind of this adventure of checking out prison. So I would say that it's called uh, 13. It's on Netflix and it's a great documentary. It is so good. Oh, you watched it? Oh yes, I've seen it. Yes. Uh And then so also good. on, okay, since I don't know if you've seen this, cause this is, again, this goes to my hood side, but Jay-Z did a documentary on Spike 
about the prison system. And I've, I'm, I'm only halfway through. Um, and it, it's not for the faint of heart because there mm-hmm. is some unsavory words. But if you can get past that, it is well, so good. And let's just be saying, if you're going to work with prison ministry, oh, well. you got to let all that go. Yeah, you can't be a daffodil. Uh-uh. My no. girls will like cuss. And then they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. It's cool. You know, yeah. like, whatever. I'm glad you're here. This is awesome. <laughs> um, okay. So 13, not to be confused. And I have not seen this, but now I'm curious if you have the 13, the Netflix episodes, thing. Yes. What's it called? It's like 13 episodes or 13 series or 13 something. It's Selena Gomez's um, show on or mini series on Netflix. Is it the one where the girl committed suicide? Yes. Okay. Have you seen it and have your kids seen it? Oh, I, oh gosh, I will not let the kids see it. Okay. Um, I, you know, I did, I've seen, I've seen two episodes. Um, and you know, what? I was really fascinated one that Selena did it two that it dealt with like high schoolers. And that the, the third component that I found fascinating was that it was dealing with suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, the part that I just didn't really get is that it just felt incredibly like a long drawn out morbid way of taking your life. And I'm really sensitive when it comes to stuff that I'm watching and, and taking. So mm-hmm. I, I stopped and it's not because, again, I'm not a daffodil, but I was like, I don't really just know if I want to stay with this series. I mean, ultimately, she's going to die. Like, she says yeah. that That's not a spoiler alert for anyone. No, it's, that's what it's about. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it just felt like it was a little bit long. It should have been, it shouldn't have been 13 episodes. It should have been like seven. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it and my kids aren't. I mean, my, I do have a middle schooler, so he definitely, I'm sure that his friends have seen it. Um, And I have heard, for those of you that are listening, if you're like, holy crap, my kid has already watched this. I'm not saying, we're not saying like, oh, it's awful. Because I have heard that if you, if your kids are watching it or if you're watching it with them, it can be a great conversation starter. So there's that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Bianca, how do you recharge? You know, um, I'm on the road a lot right now. And so I've been trying to develop really healthy rhythms and healthy rhythms for me include, um, and I'm careful because some people are going to hear this. They're going to be like, wait, what you do? What? Um, I do, uh, meditative stretching, mm-hmm. otherwise known as yoga. And I'm really careful because some people are like, you shouldn't do yoga. It's of the devil. Listen, one, I believe that all things can be redeemed. Like if you don't, then you obviously don't know Jesus. Number two right. is, um, you know, David said to meditate all throughout the Psalms. We see this idea of meditating, meditating. And when I go, it's just a quiet place for me to like detox emotionally and even spiritually, and then just re- kind of recalibrate. So I love doing hot yoga. Um, I, I love working out. Working out was a great way for me to charge. And then also um, like a good novel. Mm. <laughs> so about every every three months or so, I'll indulge in just like a really long, great novel. Well-written words just relax me. Mm. Um, and, co- and cooking. So I love, you know, the sponsors of the show. Thank you, Holler, for making the job easier for moms and uh-huh. single friends and friends with friends who are hungry. Like, um, it's relaxing for me. And that's how I recharge. That's awesome. You know, our, I think yoga, you're right. I think there was a time when in the, you know, Christian subculture that they're like, this is so bad. Don't even do it. My pastor, um, his wife is a yoga teacher and I went to her class recently and I think I had a lot of stress. I didn't know. I know I did. I had a couple of seasons, a couple of weeks ago. I just like stress. I didn't even know I had it all kind of came up to fruition. You know what I'm talking about? Like Mm -hmm, you have mm -hmm. this like kind of anxiety moment and you're like, where did that come from? And then you're like, Oh, the past six months have been hard. Okay. So anyhow, I'm in the yoga class and I'm not flexible. I've done yoga. This was my second time in my entire life. And I'm in there and I'm trying to do it. And I'm like doing all these things. And then at the end, she tells us just do something. I don't even know what it was. If you do yoga, you know what it was. And I just lay there. And I think it was like I got still and I wasn't concentrating on moving. And she plays worship music. So I was like just thinking and meditating. 
And Bianca, I straight up just started crying. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, that's actually very common. Oh, it's I, very I just common. like start crying. Yes, yes. So it's so beautiful. It's cathartic because yes. you finally get a place where you're you're just alone, and you can almost like as your body is moving and stretching, it, it's releasing tension and stress and anxiety, and causes you to relax and actually hear from God again. You yes, know, sometimes I know. stress is the thing that keeps us from hearing the voice of God in our life. Yeah, because I even have a hard time. I don't know, like you, I have a hard time even. Um, being still at home. Oh gosh. Because yeah. there's always something to do. Are you kidding? There's a lot yeah. of people that live here. There's always something to do. Um, and so I am a fan of yoga, even though I've only been like three times, I think I want to do it more. Not for me. It isn't the, um, the physical part of it yet. It's like, just like, Oh my gosh, I was quiet and it made yeah. me cry. And I thought yes. like I released something. So it was well, good. Be careful. Don't post anything on, on YouTube about it. Cause I have a video talking about why I believe Christians shouldn't be afraid of yoga. And I, every troll in the world came out and called me a heretic saying that oh, it's are you kidding? worship the devil. Oh my gosh. YouTube hates me. There are some mean people on YouTube. Oh Lord. Oh, I don't, I, if we had an hour, I would, we would try to figure out what is it about people who say things online that they would never say to someone's face? Because they can. There's it's no just... regulation, zero regulation. And so you get to be, you know, Mr. I have an opinion and I'm going to be heard by leaving mean comments for people. It's so mean. It's yeah. so mean. I, I, I hate it. And I just like, I'm trying to like watch what my kids, like they email back and forth with friends, but it's like, Hey, with the Y like 78 times. And that's the whole email. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm like trying to watch it because I want to make sure because they're also able to say things that they wouldn't say to someone's face. So anyhow, another rant for another yes. day. But yes, ah, another podcast, Jamie, another podcast. <laughs> um, okay, let's do this. Do you have a bucket list? A bucket list. Uh, you know what? I, I had one when I was in college and I realized I don't want to make a list. I just want to do it. Like, so I'm kind of a little impulsive, just okay. a little. Uh -huh. So instead of making a list of these like forlorn, really far away things, I actually say, this sounds crazy and I'm going to do it. And then I just do it. Okay. So what's something like that you've done? Um, so my getting my chaplaincy, I watched this documentary. Well, I read Brian Stevenson's book, um, just mercy. And, yes. um, oh, that was right? the book last year. I said, everyone must read it. It's a must read. Oh, so good. It is so good. So then I, I, I read his book. Then I happened to stumble across this 13 on Netflix. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden I realized what the heck, why am I not doing anything about this? There's prisons, you know, the largest women's prison in the world is in California. It's called Child Chilla. I need to be about this. And so, but I didn't know where to begin. And so I think that's kind of where most people stop. Um, we put things in our bucket list because we don't know necessarily how to go get there. Like I want to go to Iceland and then it right. stops because we don't have an action plan. So mm -hmm. if you're a little bit Im impulsive, you can say, I'm going to go to Iceland. I'm going to start saving. I'm going to take mm -hmm. a second job. I'm going to babysit. So for me, the prison thing is I want to get into prisons. What do I need to do? And I just started finding out like, hey, what's the need? Who's already playing in the prison system that I, I don't want to start my own thing. I just want to join in with what mm -hmm. other people are doing. And then I realized like there's so much red tape and getting approved. So I realized, okay, it's going to take me a couple months to get my chaplaincy, maybe even up to a year. I'm going to volunteer on various outreaches. And then I realized I may not get it, be able to get in, but hey, words can get in and books are needed. Why not start fundraising for books? So now that's a big capital campaign that we have. We want to get, we want to raise enough money for 5,000 Play With Fire books to get into prison. Where, how, how can we go be a part of this? 
Um, on my website, biancaoltov.com uh, backslash donate, it gives a little bit of the vision, the why, some statistics, and a way for people to donate. So it's $5, $500, whatever you want to donate, um, 100% of the proceeds goes to prison prison initiative. I am so stinking proud of you. Thank you, Jamie Ivy. It's oh my big gosh. Deal. This is the best thing I've heard all day. Okay. <laughs> so you are, you are not a chaplain yet, but you are in the works of doing that. Yes, ma'am. Can you just give me a like 10 second? What is goes into that? Is it like schooling or is it what, what is no, that? No, no. And, and the funny thing is it's not a theological training. It's just basically you have to get fingerprinted. You have to have an FBI background check. You have to fill out like a 20 page application. You have to list your statement of faith. You have to say why you want to do this. Do you have any family members that are currently incarcerated? Uh-huh. Um, do you have any anything on your record? And then I mean, so that is arduous in and of itself. Then you have to get it notarized. And then you have to send it into a particular place on a particular day on a, in a particular way. Right. And then you wait. And I'm realizing I have no family in prison. I do not have a record. I, I'm, I'm like the right – I, nothing in my application is would raise any flags. But, Jamie, I'm going on my fifth month of waiting for <sighs> approval. So then, so then once you're approved, can you go into any prison system? In California. In California. Okay. Now, for like Texas, because I already am a, like a chaplain, there's it's so much faster because you've okay. done everything. Right. So I'm excited about that. <clears throat> but just because I couldn't, you know, again, I keep on saying I'm in, impatient. Like they said, okay, it's going to take several months. And then I couldn't get into that particular prison called Linwood. I have a friend of mine that is a chaplain over at, in Corona in California at another woman's prison. And so I was like, hey, what do you need me to do? And she said, what? I said, do you need books? Do you need someone to speak? Do you need someone to pass out tissues? What do you need me to do? And like, that's just what it is. So I don't want to put something on my list and say, eventually one day when right. I have time, uh-uh, yeah. we just got to do it. You don't know if you're going to have time. You don't know if you're going to live. Uh-huh. You don't know if you're going to eat a hamburger and have a heart attack, you know? That's Girl. kind of a glorious way to die though. I mean, <laughs> it's it's a, especially if it's a really good one, a right? really good one. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. I, I love all the present stuff. Okay. I need to know what is a pet peeve of yours? Um, okay. So my husband drives me insane. We have a, a, a our shower has a glass wall, right? I mean, uh-huh. like, like, yeah, it's glass. So the door is glass and then one of the walls is glass, which by the way, makes me feel super self-conscious. Taking the shower. <laughs> right. I mean, there's no way to hide. Okay. But I'm also really neurotic. So I, I'm not even like the cleanest person. People are going to think I'm OCD. I'm really not. But when you take a shower and you have a glass door that's fully wet, when it dries, you have soap stains yeah. and mm-hmm. it just, it's just so disgusting to me. So I bought a squeegee that attaches mm-hmm. to the glass wall. You can't miss it, Jamie. Right. right. Jamie, you purposely have to ignore it. And we've gotten, Jamie, we've gone into some, mm, shall I say some loving <laughs> conversation. Right. Cause I'm like, babe, I don't get it. Why don't you wash down the, like squeegee the shower wall? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my peeve. That's a big one. That's hilarious. A lot of people's pet peeves have to be with a person that they spend the most time with, maybe mainly our husbands, our children. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Speaking of the bathroom, my just the other day, Aaron, I had a conversation where um he said, I remember what he said. We were just joking around. And I was like, Do you think it's weird that after you shower every day, Aaron, you you're you leave your towel, your wet towel in the closet, and somehow it's always hanging up in the bathroom for you? I was like, Do you find that odd? And he's like, you know, I've never thought about it, but that happens every day. And I was like, I know. So funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. You feel me, Jamie. Mm, mm, I get it. Okay. Um, if you guys, I mean, I'll tell you that you can take your family, but if this is whatever you want to do, or you could do it by yourself, if you could live anywhere for a year, where would it be? 
oh, yo quiero vivir en Barcelona. I want to live in oh. Barcelona. And you want to know why? Okay, I want to learn, like, legit Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like, my goal one day is to preach in Spanish. So, like, I am, the reason why, like, they're not Mexico City is because the Spaniards speak with an accent. Habla como un acento como así. So it almost sounds like a lisp. Oh, yes. I am just like so about it. It's almost pretend. I'm like, this is so not me. And it's so fancy Spanish, but I love it. So, and you know what? I love art. Art is a big, that's my background, undergrad, studio art, art history. And so um, I just love the everything from the food mm. to the music, to the culture, to the fashion, to the shopping. I mean, it's, it's lovely. I love Barcelona uh, <laughs> very much. We've been there twice. And this past time we spent just a couple days um, in a city called Girona uh, for like three or four Love. days. And it was just yes. lovely because everyone just walks around and then everyone yes. takes a nap and everyone eats dinner at like 8.30 <laughs> and they're up until like midnight. And it was just like, this is the life I could live, Erin. This is what yeah. I could do. Yeah. Okay, I like that city <laughs> that you chose. Um, okay, Bianca, and all that you do, this question, it can feel loaded, but it's definitely not loaded at all. Um, and you can take it however you want it to mean. But what equals success to you? You know, it's funny that you say that because when I completed my season at A21, for those that don't know or didn't hear, A21 is a global anti-human trafficking organization. Loved it. It was my heart. It was my life. I died for the cause, literally. Um, But when I transitioned off, I knew this is going to be my rebirth. And it's a new season of my life. And so I need to determine what success is. Not success by other people's standards or not even success that I've kind of perpetuated in my head. I need to make a list on a day-to-day aspect of what determines success. And so my sister, Jasmine, walked me through a practice that she kind of developed for entrepreneurs of listing what does the perfect day look like to you. Mm. And I listed it. And she even had like kind of like a Mad Libs fill in the blank. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, And she said, um, every morning I wake up at, and then you fill it in. And my perfect day begins at 5.30. And then I, you know, spend, I I, I am, um, some people might say legalistic. I say free because I love spending time with Jesus. I'll spend a little time with Jesus. It looks different all the time. doesn't look all the same. Um, And then I love to work out. That's just the three core things that I do every single morning when I'm on the road or at home. Um, and then it just goes through, I have breakfast and this is what I eat. This is what I do. This is my workflow. This is, you know, the way, the best way to end the day is. And like, once you have it all set in front of you, if you can look at that schedule and say, wait a minute, I had a conversation with my husband that was loving. I was able to pray with my kids. I was able to connect with a friend. I was able to work really hard for seven hours today then that is success to me. And everything else is a cherry on top of the cake. If there's growth, if there's donations, if there's, you know, books to be written and podcasts to be recorded, that's, that's a blessing and that's extra. But my identity and my value is not going to be determined in like this pseudo sense of success that I've created or that other people have created. I like that a lot. And I, and that goes along with something I talk with people who are doing podcasts is, or, and it could, and it could overflow into whatever you're doing is I always encourage people to define what does success look for like you in the beginning. So like you just said, you figured out what it is so that no matter what happens, whatever for me, particularly with podcasts, no matter how many downloads there are, no matter how many amazing guests, no matter what your success has already been your little, your guide for success has already been determined. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what you're saying. And I love that. And I think that a lot of times we, and, and you know what, I will say that we can fluctuate a little bit, but I feel like some people try to define success once they're, once they're in it and they just try to look at what is success for someone else. Yes. And then you just, it's just a, it's a beat down. It it's is. A beat down. That is wisdom, Jamie. 
Oh, it's a beat. Life down. coach, Jamie Ivy. That's yeah, your there, next there adventure. There you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Um, okay, Bianca, I love that you are our very last happy half hour guest. Um, and I, I, I love every time I get to talk with you. And when you come to Texas, you, let's just get together and have Tex-Mex and go love, love on love some it. ladies in the prison. I would love um, it. And I'm going to send everyone to your uh, webpage. I'll put the link in the show notes and maybe over on Instagram or something, because I really believe in what you're doing and I, and I want people to be able to get behind that as well. So thank you thank for you. all you're doing for the kingdom. I love thank it. Thank you. Love you so much. And thanks uh, to all the listeners. Super grateful for your time today. They love you guys so much. Okay, guys, if you did not listen to the Wednesday show, it's Cheryl Scruggs. And you guys know, because her daughter, Lauren Scruggs Kennedy was on, I don't know, back in April and she told us that her mom and dad get listen to this Bianca her mom and dad divorced when she was like four and then when she was like 10 they got remarried oh that's so beautiful isn't that crazy so she walks us through she walks us through that whole story it's a lot of fun um, and then next week is the last episode of May and it's going to be exciting guests I don't know who's going to be yet but you'll know when they come out so there's that guys thanks for listening have a happy hour with a friend I will see you next Wednesday You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com.